Christmas time's almost here. Presents, trees, and reindeer. Hanukkah comes at you. Holidays for me and you. Sedan calls and trim the tree. She's a hyper local celebrity. Bitch, tis the season, twit twoo. Hello, um, welcome, welcome to a special festive edition of Hyper Local Celebrity, a podcast by me, Sam Hickman, about my life and work as a freelance musician in the gig economy. Welcome, welcome. Oh, this is Christmas Eve Eve. I'm like, I'm like, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I know Christmas is coming. Um, am I ready for it? Yes. Um, my parents are staying with me for Christmas. More on that later. Hello from me. <laughs> a woman who in 2019 watched an entire documentary about snails because the main scientist guy was hot. That's there. There you go. 2019. What a year. We'll do next week. Do I'm looking at the calendar. Yeah. Next week we'll do like a year in review. All the things that I did and didn't accomplish. Um, but this week, this week, honey, we're, um, oh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna get into it. What did you do this week? Okay, so, um, Monday, I, uh, I had another music and hospitals thing. I'm driving to the music and hospital thing, thing, and I get two calls from an unknown number while I'm in the car. And, like, I'm like, I can't take this call because, firstly, I don't know where I'm going. And then I'm like... What, what what if I'm what if missing something? I'm now paranoid because I missed that gig. Um, I'm now paranoid that all phone calls are from um, gigs that I'm meant to be at, but I'm not at. Um, just, just there, there, there you go. I keep like frantically googling the date. In my mind, I'm like, if I didn't write a an invoice for it, then it's probably. It's probably not booked in. That's that's like in my mind how it works, and it's a pretty good system to be honest. Anyway, anyway, so um, I get I get two missed calls as I'm driving to this hospital. I get to the hospital. I check like I literally like like turn on the data on my phone to like check my voicemail, and I get like like a like a like a missed call. Two it's two missed calls from music and hospitals, and like the voicemail is essentially yeah, it's it's ward fourteen, not sixteen, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I it, again, it turns into me. Um, uh, it turns into me wandering down a corridor. I I'm. I did the same thing that I do every single time I go to any hospital, which is I end up parking at the wrong end of the hospital and walking down an endless corridor until I get to the end. So it, I had done like the, I got up a map of the hospital. I'd like figured out where the ward is. I figured out where I was going to park. I was like, it's a long walk, but you know what? It's all down one corridor and it'll be easy. So I do that and I'm like, it's upstairs because ward 16 is upstairs. So I'm like, oh, 16, 14, they're going to be right next to each other. This is a big deal. I go all the way upstairs, I find Ward 16, and I'm like, where is 14? And then I like stumble into someone and this woman is like, no, 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 no. 14 is downstairs. Just go, just go to the next lift and go down and it's right there. And I'm like, ha, great. So I literally like go down, I do the thing. I, I do the thing, but essentially like 
yeah, I just went fully into an... It's just me getting lost in hospitals at this point. Like, they can give me the ward number. They can give me anything. I will always get lost. Um, anyway, anyway. Um, I couldn't tell if I'd, like, been in that hospital before. Like, like, it was, um... What was it? Uh, Queen of Queen of Queen of Hearts, um, Princess of Wales in Bridgend, and I am like like the thing about South Wales hospitals is they all look exactly the same because they were all kind of built at the same time or refurbished at the same time, so they all like look identical. So I I couldn't I couldn't remember if I'd been to that hospital or if I'd been to one that was slightly different. And I think, in my mind, I think either I have been to that hospital before or I've been to one that was the same layout and the only difference was there was a hedge that was that needed trimmed back. So either... <laughs> but there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I parked in, like, the furthest away. This is what you do if you ever, like, need to go to a hospital. Go to the overflow car park and work your way backwards because... If you go all the way to the far out, for some reason, it's the same with Ikea. It's the same with Ikea. There's always, like, a separate car park that's, like, if you, like, go into... This is specifically Ikea Cardiff. If you go into Ikea and then take a left instead of going under the Ikea, there's always parking, and it is so much closer to the door than anywhere else. Um, that's my tip for, for the new year. 2020... You go go to the furthest car park you can because it's probably going to be easier to find parking, I guess. Um, anyway, yeah, so I, I did that and I was like walking past and I, I remember I did one last year where there was just this like, because there's always like this like little pavement next to like the entrance to the car park. Um, and for some reason last year I did one and it was like, there was a bush that was like, there was a hedge that was really overgrown so I couldn't really get all the way down. And I can't tell if that that was the same hospital as this hospital or um, if it was two different hospitals. I guess, I guess we'll never know everyone. I guess we'll never know. Um, anyway, so on the way back I almost cried listening to the Mean Girls soundtrack. Um, Okay, I don't think I should be allowed to drive with while listening to music like at sunset. I think I think it just I think this winter depression is really just like, hi, I'm back. Like truly I'm just like emoting. <laughs> I'm just like I was like truly just like, we're all stars. <laughs> like like getting getting very choked up about it. I was like, yeah, I'll light your way too. <laughs> I'm, yeah, winter is not the best time for me. Again, this was at like 4 p.m. And I was just like, it's nighttime. Ugh, I do really well. Thank you. This is why I listen to predominantly comedy podcasts, because otherwise, get way too emotional. Um, yeah, so that was, that was it. That was, that was essentially it. And then I, um... Ooh, I wrote, um, it's been a week. It, it's been a week and I did three things. Next thing I did, I wrote a new song. Um, thank you, which I will put in at the end. I put it up and I was like, you know, here we, here we are. Someone, someone in some world will have some form of feedback. If I put it out, people will be like, this is great. I hate this. You need to change this. Here are lyric suggestions for the third verse, you know? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Anyway, um, I'm going to put it at the end. If you uh, hate it, please let me know. If you have alternate lyric suggestions, would enjoy that too. Um, it's to, it's to replace the, like, the last, 
um, the the um, it's winter love in the show. Um, it's to replace that because I think um, directionally it makes more sense, and I think it's a better song with a richer dynamic and emotional range. There you go. Um, winter love is the one with the cello on it. If you've listened to the album. Um, it's, it's the one where I have, don't have a very good thing. I'm going to do the introduction and then we'll, then, then we'll play it and you'll be like, get it. I got it. I got it. Um, anyway, anyway, um, duh, 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 duh. so I did that. Oh, I also wrote a new Christmas song that I will at some point put on my Instagram. So I did, I did that. And then Friday I did, um, a little, a little Christmassy gig with floral steel, uh, which is a band, which is a band, a band. Um, a previous podcast guest, Jazz Liddell's, Jazz Liddell's lover, uh, <laughs> is, um, they have a band called Floral Steel and, um, they like, they messaged me to be like, will you come and play with us? And I was like, yeah, of course. So I did some supporting work. Uh, it was in Gentilisa and I truly like, it was like I, I was gonna get there for six. I was gonna get there for six, like six six thirty, because it was meant to start at like seven thirty. Um, it was meant to start at seven thirty, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna sit down at four. I'm gonna do my makeup because otherwise, like, the night will come and I won't be able to see what I'm doing. Essentially, that's my whole joie. It's just like doing doing natural light, <laughs> doing my makeup in natural light. Um, anyway, so it was like like halfway through doing one side of my face and um Francis from um Floral Steel just messaged me and was like hi our security dropped out so we're gonna have to uh move the whole thing forward to six and I was like okay like truly just panicked (laughs) it's like I was like I had two hours I had a solid hour to get there because it was like doors at 6.30 I didn't need to get there until like 5.36 like I, I didn't have anything important to do there I was just turning up anyway anyway so I was like fully just like working it out in my mind just like like for some reason in my mind I think I take a lot longer to do makeup than I actually do and it depends if I'm procrastinating or not really because I could take a full hour or I could take 15 minutes and I would probably look exactly the same it's really (laughs) like it doesn't matter how long I take anyway I did it in like 20 minutes um it's mainly just like if I fuck up lashes that's like that's like the thing that's like the thing anyway I, I did a full makeup look and I did a full look look as well anyway so um so I um so I get to the I get to the thing I get to the thing I bring a spotlight because that's my that's my identity now that's who I am of course I brought a spotlight um, I refuse to be not well lit. Um, I refuse to be not well lit, but I am happy being not well liked. Um, those are my those are my two criteria in this situation. Anyway, um, I, I do the set and it's fantastic, and I and I, I really just you know slay the boots, house down, work. Okay, for your nerves, mama. Um, I I do. Um, so I do. I start with um, home for Christmas. Um, and then I do the joke. Um, the irony is when you go home for Christmas, your parents are like, why is your life not together? What are you doing? You know, they're, they're just like, all of your brothers are getting married next year. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
Um, and then I did my Christmas song that I wrote um, that I'm thinking about putting up on the on on the on the gram on the gram and the Twitter and the Facebook. Um, and then and then what did we do? Oh, and then I did um, the 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 dildo song from my show. Um, you're welcome. If this is your first time, uh, go back and listen to March in the Moon and it'll all make sense. Um, it's very inside baseball at this point. Uh, and then I did a Holy Night with a kazoo solo for the second verse and, uh, worked great. Also, like, half of, like, choir people turned up. So, like, it was really, I was just like, everyone sing along and it'll sound nice. And it sounded great. Uh, had a blast. Had a blast. Uh, and the best part was finished by 9 p.m. It was great. It was, it was great. Like they, the original plan was they had security to like the arcade because it's a, it like it's Gentilisa is in the Duke Street arcade, um, so they were gonna like they were gonna like have security and then like like they could stay open until like eleven, um, and then instead of instead of that because their security person dropped out they had to like be let out by the people at Gentilisa, um which was good so we finished um like around around nine so that we could easily so that we could get out easily um anyway yeah I I was actually very helpful very thankful for that because um uh it it meant that I could go to bed early (laughs) you're welcome I'm a simple being I'm a very simple being anyway I went for like because I was like, oh, I'm doing a thing and I'm helping a friend and I'm and I'm going to do a going to do a set. So I went on the hunt for like some sequins because I was like, I'm going to take the little harp because we thought it, I thought it was going to be upstairs. We all thought it was going to be like upstairs, but there was like they were painting upstairs or something. Um, So we were downstairs. So I brought the little harp because I was like, it's going to be upstairs. I'm going to have to, you know, go upstairs. I'm going to take the little harp for ease of access. I'm going to walk in because Christmas tree. Traffic is a nightmare. Traffic was a nightmare. I will say that. Traffic, like walking in with my harp, I was just like, oh, thank God I didn't drive because this is, this is a lot. Um, yeah, so I walked in and I walked out um, and I had my little, my little sequin dress with me and a little suit carrier and my little halo. It was great. It was, I had a wonderful time. Um, yeah, but it was, it was, um, I don't know, it was exciting to be able to do a gig standing up, which is, which is, you know, there, there we are, there we are. Anyway, anyway, um, my last thing, my last thing, oh, I started watching The Witcher, which, um, I was like, it's, it's the new, it's on Netflix, as per usual, I only watch three things. Oh, I have a controversial statement, controversial statement alert, um, white women white women comedies british white women comedies um i figured out why i don't like them okay and it's twofold firstly wait i put it in my other i put it on my other i put it on my ipod no i can't remember firstly um everyone the the the, like the the female protagonists are always like too frightened of being the villains like they're never really like bad monsters they're always like just like slightly bad monsters and secondly like they're never afraid to be the absolute worst secondly they're always like they're always like recovering from trauma that's like truly like every single british female white woman comedy like 
every single one, they either just like got out of rehab or their husband died or their partner divorced them or they got shot in the face by their dog or whatever, you know? It's truly just like sad. They're always kind of sad. Like, yeah, I think I, it's just, it's, I, I figured out that that's why I don't like them. <laughs> that's why I don't, that's why I don't love them. Although I do like that there's six episodes, so it's not like you're spending a lot of time regretting your choices, you know? It's like a short little, like, hour and a half to regret. Hour and a half of regret. Title of episode. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, I so I started watching The Witcher and I would recommend that. Um, I was like, I'm just going to watch one episode in case I hate it. And uh, four episodes in, I was like, oh no, it's late at night. I need to go to bed. Um, my point about female-driven comedies uh, is the reason I like... Um, like the, the For some reason, in the US, they can just be people, you know? They don't have to be, like, recovering from a major traumatic incident. They can just be, like, they can just be an asshole for the sake of being an asshole. Like, like Mindy Lahiri in The Mindy Project is just a monster because she's written to be a monster, to be, like, this very, very superficial, self-absorbent monster. And, like, Liz Lemon and, and, um, you got it, you got it, you got it, Leslie Nope are just, like, normal, like, they've, they've been through no major incident, they're just, like, doing the best that they can, ugh, yeah, I, it's just, like, it's such a, it's such a fine field, like, especially because I watched Chewing Gum for the first time, which was a blast, an absolute goddamn blast, um, and she's just, like, fine there's like there's she's not like getting over something she's just living her life and it's very nice like it's just like you you don't have to deal with like the extra level of drama it's just like fun and funny and like yeah and then I watched like Game Face and This Way Up and I was like why why firstly where are the jokes secondly why like Oh, okay, great. Thanks. Thanks for that. The costumes were nice and the makeup was good, I guess. There we go. <laughs> Dragging it. When I get my own show, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't ever want my own television show. That would be awful. Oh, people wouldn't understand it. People would be like, why is this woman talking like this? Who is she? And why? Also, why is she constantly in a ball gown? Yeah, I'm truly, if I ever get a television show, I'm constantly wearing very impractical outfits. Like, like, think sex in the city level of impractical outfits like a belt around my midriff um, just like to keep the podge in that would be so f- honestly me it, with a belt on my midriff that would be really funny that'd be really funny I should do that that'd be funny just like <laughs> my wonderful pillowy softness <laughs> anyway anyway I'd like to introduce a new segment um this segment is called Dead to Me. You're dead to me. Um, it's, it's dedicated to people who um, are still living but are dead to me. Um, <laughs> is this, a, this is me being petty, but I love it. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I was reminded this week because... Um, okay, one time, one time when I was at a choir rehearsal in uni, um, this girl who was my friend like turned to me and was like... You have such nice things, but they're always, like, stained. I had a grandmother like that. She had, like, really nice stuff, but it was just ruined. <laughs> and I was like, okay, th- thanks. Th- thanks, firstly. 
thanks I guess oh my god yeah it was it was very upsetting (laughs) anyway anyway this was like a girl that I went to uni with who I shall not name who I shall not name she doesn't listen to the podcast um anyway um yeah we went to uni together and we were the quote-unquote underdogs and she was fully like insisting like the entire time she was like my father's a millionaire and I'm like okay good for you like it doesn't okay (laughs) think what are you trying to compensate for thanks for thanks for that though um anyway she like graduated we both graduated um like we shared a singing teacher at uni and I it was like it was it was nice but we like we were like the underdogs like the unappreciated ones in our in our uni class or whatever um and then like we we graduated and she went to go and do like admin at a music school and then she had a baby and then she got married and then she like continuously posted on Instagram about her fucking baby um and then at some point, at some goddamn point, this woman had the nerve to, like, unfollow me on Instagram. And it's like, no, 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 bitch. No, no, absolutely not. You can mute me. You can mute me. You can um, tell me you're unfollowing me because you follow me on Facebook or whatever it is. But to fully unfollow me after I have spent all of this time tolerating your baby pictures? No. No, that's my, that's friendship. That's the cost of friendship. I will, as your friend, put up with all of your nonsense, all of your online nonsense. If we're like friends in real life, I will be as supportive as you online as I am offline. I will come to your stupid thing if it works with my schedule and I want to go to it and I'm not doing anything else. Um, and it's under five pounds. Yeah. Uh, I have my limits. I have my limits. If I if I am available to come to your thing, I will come to your thing. Um, if not, I will uh, try my best to support it. Otherwise, anyway, anyway, yeah. I just I like it. Just it really annoys me when I feel like I've spent so much time like like contributing to this person's like. I don't know. I don't want to say success because I'm like, this is just photos of your baby (laughs) on your private account. It's just like, hi, what's going on? I just like, like truly there's no, there's no friendship or exchange there. I'm just like, oh, I have wasted so much time. (laughs) I've wasted so much time keeping up with your life. Your sad, sad life. Anyway, um, she's dead to me. Unnamed woman, dead to me. Um, I hope her, I hope her, hope her child does well and ruins all of her nice clothes. Like, like I ruin all of mine. I, again, I was wearing like an H&M skirt that I had um, horribly stained. And guess what? I still have both of those skirts. And yeah, guess what? They are both still stained because they are like a synthetic fabric and it's like oil on them. I tried bleaching them. Nothing. Um, honestly, my mom's just like, throw them away. And I'm like, no, where will I find skirts this nice? They're like a, a crucial part of my summer wardrobe. Anyway, um, that's my that's my segment. And that random woman is now dead to me. So that's nice. Um, that, that's, that's nice. Um, anyway, the final point. The final point of this episode. This very short Christmas episode. Wow, fa-la-la-la-la. Um, it is the season for me to be mean. Um, <laughs> uh, my parents are coming with me for Christmas, are staying with me for Christmas. Um, 
which is exciting and um, exciting. I'm excited for that. Uh, essentially, they're coming down Christmas Eve. Um, my brother and his fiance are coming down for dinner on Christmas Eve. Um, and we're doing that. And then Christmas Day, we're like, I've talked about this before, but we're like going to church. We're going to lunch. We're coming back. We're, I don't know. I'm going to probably like buy the new light fixture for my bathroom and just get my dad to help me change the light fixture in my bathroom just to give us something fun to do you know like just so that we have like a definite like there's an activity I could very easily do it on my own but it's nice to like do things together you know you know we can like change the handles around my office or whatever rehang a door I guess you know I'm really just kind of like thinking of fun things that we can do around the house that will be useful. Um, yeah, I, I I do need to change my light fixture in my bathroom because um, it's not um, it's not a a bathroom light fixture. It is a kitchen light fixture that uh, the previous owners put in, and it uh, is rusty. So I need to uh, change the light fixture in my bathroom. Anyway, anyway, enough about me. How are you doing? Oh my goodness. Um, oh, it was fine with um. I, I did talk about this. It was fine with, with Music and Hospitals. We just rescheduled it to Monday. So I will be at that by the time you're listening to this. Um, and hopefully I find it. Anyway, 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 anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, that is that is it. So, so. We're in the show. I'm setting the scene. Okay, we're in the show. We're in the show. Mm-hmm. I've just done the... Um, the one that's like um the only harp solo that i play that i consistently uh, get wrong even though i wrote it uh which is slightly upsetting um and and i'm telling the 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 stories we have um and then um yeah so the goop of the gag of that piece is that um uh, the way in which you get your music played on bbc radio is you submit it to bbc Introducing, which is a website. You heard of that. Um, yeah, you're on one right now. Look at that. Oh, I made a really good joke. Side note, I made a really good joke at the gig, which was um, I was telling the story about how I went home for Christmas last year. Um, one of the audience members was just vehemently shaking their head like, no, <laughs> just making eye contact and going, no. And I was like, yeah, I know that. Hindsight is twenty twenty. A better year for all of us. Um yeah, you're welcome for that. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, so, um, so I was like, this, this song doesn't have any lyrics. So I'm going to change the Sam the Scam Hickman, change the, the title of it into Welsh. And, uh, they played it on BBC Radio 3 because it fits the narrative. My whole goal in this whole, in this whole crazy mess we call life is just to be able to, you know, play my harp and talk about wieners. Um, anyway, anyway, back to the boy in question. So, when you're young, a boy cannot text you for three months and, uh, you can get real sad about it. Just really sad about it. Uh, I am an emotional and dramatic songstress with an emphasis on the stress. Um, oh my gosh. Anyway, anyway, anyway. And 
for some reason, I you just like it takes quite a long time to realize that you are being ghosted. Like quite a while. Like it's not like a oh that boy's not gonna text me back. It's it's several weeks of oh that boy's not gonna text me back. Like is he busy? Where's where's <laughs> where's he gone? The moon? Ugh. I mean they have they have Wi-Fi in space. That's no excuse. Astronauts can FaceTime in f- to show us them wringing out towels or whatever. A moist towel at. Anyway, anyway, I, I, I sort of like, I always tend to wonder like, it, cause it, cause it really takes you like, like a full week to be like, hmm, hmm, maybe, but maybe he's, maybe he's coming, maybe he's coming back, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just a, been a, been a busy week for him. And then, and then like a couple more weeks go by and you're like, ah, no, I have wasted a lot of time. Oh boy, oh, is, is this me? Is it, is it him? It's probably him. Uh, and you just sort of think like, what if I knew at the beginning that this, you know, like the, this whole three weeks of me being like, maybe he'll text me back. Maybe it's Maybelline, you know? What if, what if I knew? Right then, like, oh, this is the last, this is the last reply I'm getting from this, from this ship, shithead. Ugh, you know? What if you knew? Cue the song.
Season's greetings. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, goodbye.